Welcome to the Silent Plus Podcast with me, Josh Wofford, and John Nicholson here with you. That's him, and we are continuing our discussion on the spiritual disciplines today. Uh, but before that, I just want to say if you haven't gone and listened to episode one, I want to encourage you to go back and check that out. We are now on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. I downloaded my Google Podcast uh, the other day, so I'm subscribed and ready to go. There you go. Shared so, it with my mom. Well, there is a podcast.com. That's kind of our host site, but... Uh, if you typically listen on Apple or Google, I encourage you just to subscribe on there and uh, then you'll get a notification whenever we post a new one like today. And so if you've already subscribed, you probably got a notification to check this one out. But uh, really looking forward to this. We got some really good feedback from last week. Yes, we did. Uh, thank you, Diane, for being that critical eye for us. <laughs> so, or ear. So, yeah, or ear. That's right. Uh, and so because of her recommendation we have tried a new format of recording this so if this sounds terrible please let us know but <laughs> hopefully this sounds a whole lot better we are running a, a, a through mics and all that kind of stuff instead of straight off my computer josh so, is the tech wizard i'm something I, i'm the tech frustrated wizard because this has been <laughs> crazy but anyways it's all for diane right we're, there we go just making right. sure she uh she is happy so she'll give us that five star keep review. our listeners happy out there that's right that's we're, exactly we're seeking right. five star that's right okay well let's let's not waste any more time because uh last time we were kind of hurried to to get everything in that we wanted to say so well, that's just kind of us just having a conversation that's one of the things i'm looking forward to with this is being able just to have these conversations kind of in casual and yeah um and just to extend the, the the thoughts that we're we're all kind of um not wrestling with although wrestling's not a bad word but things yeah. that we're all thinking about together well and this is something that i think everybody's wrestling with is church attendance yeah church attendance is hard in post-covid or not, really not post-covid current covid world yeah uh last year everybody was trying to figure out what to do uh you know we tried all different formats meeting on the front steps meeting uh out under some trees uh meeting online when we couldn't do so and then finally getting back in the building only to go back outside <laughs> that's right uh and then we're we've been back in the building since late october of right. last year uh, i believe it was and and so, anyways, we've tried all this kind of stuff, and, and it's been throwing people off. The numbers are out that uh, most churches are only at, like, two-thirds of what they were uh, before right. COVID hit, and now and that's, that's average. So some people are way less than that. Right. We've heard of many churches closing because of people not coming back to church and so on and so forth. We could talk about that the whole time. But we want to talk about why it's a spiritual discipline. Why, why is it a part of the Christian life that we need to be partaking in in order to train for godliness? So, John, the preliminary thoughts on, on all that. I think a big piece of it is just being with the family of faith. Um, that is just such a critical component, and it's so easy to get knocked off of that you hate to call it a routine, but some of that is the idea of discipline. These are things that we routinely do in order to be able um, to, to be sensitive and made, to be ready to receive what God's doing in our lives. That's the whole notion of these disciplines so that we're ready to be a part of those things. Right. And so stepping into that uh, with church attendance, being a part of the family of faith, being a participant and not just a spectator. And I, I think that's one of the, and this will be another part of this conversation, I'm sure, as we press on, but this online presence versus an in-person presence. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm grateful that we have the online. I'm grateful that we're able to provide that service because we've got some folks that just don't need to be here right now because of health issues right, and right. that sort of thing. And we want to provide that. But then there are some folks who just take it, take that and, and consider that them going to church when it's anything but. Um, you know, if you have the ability to be gathered with the saints, if you will, uh, I just think it is such an incredibly important aspect of training ourselves in godliness to be made sense because it, it helps us in so many ways. One of the kind of, one of the aha moments that I've had with this, uh, talking about community, yeah. because it's, it, it's not necessarily just being here on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, even though that's a part of that puzzle, community is so much more than just that. But church attendance, whenever... You show up, John. Now you, you're kind of special since you're the pastor. I am special. And, and so uh, <laughs> let, let's 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 take somebody else for instance. Let's say uh, I don't know. Let's say Scott Brewer. I'm sure. going to pick on him because he doesn't mind. When when Scott Brewer's here, and I see him worshiping Jesus, that encourages me to worship Jesus even more. Yeah. When I see Miss Jeanette Sturgis walk in here. That encourages me to worship Jesus all the more. Man. Especially, you know, you think about when Vera Holcomb and uh, Margie Marcus and just that whole row of ladies were, were up there at the front. They, they have to work to be here. Yeah. And that encourages you, encourages you to be here. But I would say just about anybody, I'm encouraged whenever this place is packed out because it reminds me I'm not alone yeah. in this journey. And so when somebody is missing, I don't have that. Uh, benefit of being encouraged by them yeah. and and so that's why I want to encourage as many people to be here because I miss out I miss people when they're gone and I need uh, I need their uh, wisdom I need their encouragement I need everything that uh, they bring to the table because you know you think about first Corinthians 12 when everybody has a role and so when the foot's missing you limp. There you go. When uh, a pinky is gone, it may not seem that important, but whenever you have a hurt pinky, you sure recognize it uh, all the time, and so on and so forth. So uh, we all need to uh, really work as hard as we can to be here just so that we can be that encouragement for somebody uh, who may need that extra encouragement that morning. Yeah, I've referenced it Sunday morning, the, the quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer uh, as he's writing and trying to help his community of faith come to grips on community and he talks about uh, he makes the statement that visible fellowship is a blessing and he's talking about that in context of uh, folks in foreign lands or people that are imprisoned and that sort of thing they know that we tend to take it for granted but it is such a blessing uh, this this visible fellowship I, I was talking with somebody the other day and just talking about the beauty and glory of the church I, I am always I mean even just thinking through our church family what happens when we gather I mean uh, we've got a gentleman here who was born and raised in Romania. Uh, there's an African-American ladies. Uh, there's doctors. There's uh, you know, just tradesmen. Uh, it's just there's a group of people that gather here on Sunday morning, old to young, uh, that if it were not for Christ, there would be no reason for that group of people. To yeah, be that's right. And it is such a beautiful thing to see. And then to see the, the rest of those stories that begin to develop out of that. Uh, watching the, the spiritual trajectory of people's lives over a long track now. And this is one of the other things I think we need to talk about in this whole 
idea or this whole conversation about spiritual disciplines. These aren't quick hits. These aren't the 30-day diet and you get fit and beach body ready to be you know, all right, for Jesus. Right. That kind of, this, is, this is lifetime kind of uh, formation. These are things that are going to happen in us uh, over a lifetime of commitment and fulfilling that commitment. And part of that is in the context of the body of Christ. And, and it, is, it is such a beautiful thing to watch and see some of those stories that are being borne out uh, right here in our fellowship uh, that we get to be a part of. It's, it's really remarkable. I, I think of Peterson and long obedience in the same direction. Right. Quoting Nietzsche, great yeah. uh, atheist. <laughs> right. you know, yeah, great. He, he was famous for quoting non-Christians right. to make their quotes Christian. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, that book is, is uh, formative in my life. And uh, just thinking about that, that long track, because back to what we were talking about last week, running this marathon, you don't just get out and try to run a marathon. It takes a long time to build up to it. And, you know, you may go to church one time and say, well, that was kind of boring. Right. Well, yeah, there's sometimes where church is just, you know, it's just church. Yep. You know, or, or feels that way. There it were a couple of people that were asleep Sunday morning. Just to tell you, I, you know, as the pastor, I do notice, folks. Okay, I love it. I love it. And so, you know, there's there's some mornings that that's like that, but then there's other mornings. Yeah. Well, for me, just this past Sunday, absolutely. You know, this past Sunday was one of those mornings for me that was just it was you, know, you really felt the presence of God among us. And so it's those that you know maybe those memorable meals like what you were talking about. Uh, you know, there's dozens of days that you know if i went and looked back through bulletins i would have no clue no what happened that day and but there are, uh, i would say quite a few days uh that i could point back to and say that was a uh, a seminal moment in, in the, the the life of my my christian walk here right. at the church as we were as i was thinking about us sitting down and having this conversation today I, that was one of the questions i was going to throw to you is what are some of the memorable moments of worship that you've had, either here or somewhere else? I mean, as you look back across. Well, okay, so the first thing that comes to mind, only because we did the river baptism, uh, Tanner's River baptism this past week, was uh, when you asked that question, does anybody else here want to be baptized? And Michael Conard started oh, taking man. his wallet out of his pants. Yeah. And started walking down, and I was telling that story to a visiting family Sunday yeah, out of the river. Right it back. was just that 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 was that was a very memorable time for me. Uh, there was just there's uh, of course there was a, a few times where I've preached because that's just such an honor to be yeah. able to stand up in that pulpit. Yeah. Uh, uh, some others that come to mind have been one of the rose Sundays when I was up here in the balcony. And I really thought this balcony was going to fall down because there were so many people here and, yeah. and singing certain songs where it's just it's almost deafening. Like you could barely even hear the organ over the, the, the voices. Um, when I got to baptize Zach here in the in, in the baptismal here, uh, that was a memorable time for me. Man, you kind of put me on the spot. Yeah, I did I could, put you on I the could spot. Think of, I could think of many more times where, obviously, my ordination, I'm thinking of yeah. some that were, that were kind of recent, but then there was other times where, you know, I remember the first time I came here, hmm. and you were preaching through the Jewish wedding ceremony. Oh, how about that? Uh, and that was, that was the first time I ever came, and I remember I even have a picture on my Instagram of the organ pipes and stuff like that, talking about I'm at the historic Siloam Baptist Church in Marion, Alabama, and stuff That's like cool. that. And so I remember going back and seeing that. But, you know, 
some people have been married here. Yeah. There's been some people who have, uh, you know, hosted funerals for their loved ones here. That that might have been kind of loud. Yeah, it might. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep, Our apologies uh, there. Yep, a little technical <laughs> difficulty. Uh, but, you know, there's been so many of those that have happened throughout the life of our church. And you talked about there's nothing actually special about this building because, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, uh, wood, bricks and, and wood and right. bricks and, and stuff like that. But there is something about this space that's special. Uh, and I, I think it's special when the church, at the Siloam Church at large, you know, we have other members who, who can't join us. But when, when we gather together here in this particular space, it's not just a space. It's what this space has meant to every single person that's been a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it happens in that, you know, and that's another thing that was an aha moment for me about uh, space and worship. We kind of moved off into a, another part of that conversation, but that, that those things, biblically, it always happens in a place, you know. Jacob right. has where he pulls that stone under his head. He's under this oak tree at, you know, wherever it was, Monroe, whatever, uh, you know, but there, there are always these place names because God doesn't work in great generalizations. He always works in particular. He right. works with us, who we are, where we are. And, uh, and, and if we're not here, and this gets back to gathering, why we gather, if we're not here, we miss out on that. We miss that moment. And uh, I can just think of so many uh, times when, um, you know, just some of those favorite uh, times of worship. One that just stands out in my memory is the day that uh, Providence Baptist Church came and, oh, yeah. and joined yeah. us. Yep. Uh, and back to Diane, uh, our critic, uh, who uh, <laughs> uh, she took a picture that day that I think is just one of the iconic photographs for our church of uh, of uh, uh, Ren Coley uh, reaching over a pew and holding this little black girl's hands. I don't know who that was, but that's one of those days and. Another day uh, was uh, the day that uh, I was talking about the tragedy that happened in Charlotte, Virginia, uh, Charlotte, South Carolina, rather, where uh, a white guy had gone in and had just, in cold blood, pretty much murdered some African Americans mm -hmm. at the church. And I was just talking about the issue of racism, and the back door opens, and in comes Miss England with my little girl, and has a bag full of, we don't know what it is, but. Uh, as I continue to talk, she starts passing out roses to us. Man, you just want yeah. to talk. I, I get chills even now just thinking about. And I, and I think about the people that weren't here, and they miss that. They can hear about it, but they, they just can't grab that. And, you know, and I think, man, I don't ever want to miss because who knows what's going to happen. I mean, right. It's just an incredible blessing to be able to be here and be a part of it. And then there are the days when, you know, uh, half the congregation is falling asleep because the pastors are just talking too long or the heat's on <laughs> or whatever. Um, but, again, even those days are just filled with the very presence of Christ. And I think that's something that we have maybe um, maybe we take too lightly. We, we think about just going to church, but as the passage out of Hebrews 12 that I read uh, Sunday that we, we, I preached from, you know, we have come to Mount Zion. That's where we are, and it's that present tense. This is where we are now. To innumerable angels in festal gathering. I love that phrase. Yeah, yeah. This, this is what we're a part of, uh, if, if you will, to pick up the, the idea of the Celts, the Celtics, uh, Christians had this idea of, of thin places that where heaven and earth intersect. And that's, that's what happens every time we gather because we're, we're at this moment where we're participating in something so much bigger than just, you know, a few hymns and an offering and whatever. Uh, there are some heavenly and incredible in, uh, things that are going on that we're part of. And, 
Uh, we just kind of blithely go about it sometimes and don't even think about it. So uh, I know several people who consider themselves Lone Ranger Christians. Mm -hmm. And they say, this is their quote, I'm not making this up, that they go to church either online or, you know, they listen to sermon podcasts throughout the week. Uh, And so what would you say, just pretend someone like that walks into your office, how would you gently counsel them in coming to church man get to church what are you doing <laughs> beat them upside the head yeah i mean that would work but uh but but yeah for for those who who may be listening to this because they right. listen to podcasts uh and are replacing in-person worship with podcasts not because they have some medical condition or they uh, their job requires them to work on sundays or something like that but you know just those who are saying well that's good enough for me why do, why do I have to come to that? Yeah. I think so much of this goes back again to the other aspects of what's going on. It's not that, you know, can you be a Christian and not attend church? Yes, you can. But what are you missing out on? If we're going to be, if we're going to be serious, if we're going to be intentional about forming our lives to be responsive to the work of God, then this is one of those critical components, I believe. I, in fact, I had a conversation with a gentleman last week on that very thing. We were sitting outside, and he said, this is my church. You know, this, he goes to church out there, and you know, he's mm-hmm. close to God. And, and I, I think he has some understanding of who God is in his life and those kinds of things. But again, he is missing that fellowship of the church. And, and this is a, something that's there that we, we're not called to walk this by ourselves. We're always called in community. It's always in. That's right. And, and one of the reasons that some people stay away is because a church is messy. That'll preach. It, it'll, it'll, it will preach, you know. Uh, there are folks that will, they just know how to rub the cat the wrong way, and, and they do so. And some kind of relish that. And, and some people say, I don't want to be a part of any of that. There are a lot of people that I talk to that have been burned by the church, been hurt by the church. Yep. Why would I go there? Well, because that's where Christ himself has promised to show up and to be. And, 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 Boy, it's, it's, it's hard, but it's vital that we do so, I think. Uh, last quote that I have, and then we'll do some la- uh, closing comments. Uh, I wow. read somewhere where someone said, again, just reading on the Internet, that he said, I would rather be in the mountains thinking about God than in the church thinking about the mountains. Mm. And, of course, he was an out- outdoorsman and right. stuff like that. And I, I get what he's saying. I, I get the sentiment behind it. But, yes, go out in nature and experience God in certain ways. Uh, that's good. Another uh, conversation you, first. Time. Yeah, yeah, that's another conversation, though. That's, that's two totally different things is what we're trying to say. Right. You're never commanded in Scripture. Well, it may be suggested. Take a look at the lilies. You yeah, know, I think l- Look at the birds. That's pretty much command, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh, so, but there's, there's that level of it, but there's... We're also commanded to be a part of a community right. or a part of what God's doing in his church. Right. Uh, there's one pastor that says that church is plan A and there's no plan B. Right. So like church, uh, church is God's plan A for reaching the nations, for discipling. This is where discipleship happens. Right. This is uh, where all this takes place. And so... Yeah, you my, can't you can't do the one and others by yourself. Yeah, no, it's impossible. It's just impossible. So that's that's how you have. That's part of why you have to be a part of yeah. the church. 
and the, and the corporate. Government. And if I'm counseling somebody who thinks they don't need to be in church, my question is, why? Yeah. Yeah. And I believe if you keep prodding deeper and deeper, I would hope if they're a true Christian, they'll understand the <laughs> just the the emptiness of their answers. Yeah. That they're just very superficial answers that um, that that doesn't really hold water. Right. And so uh, that's kind of what I would do. I just keep asking why. Yeah. Uh, why do you feel that way? Why, what, what has brought you to that decision? But anyways, closing thoughts because we're at 20 minutes. That's awesome. That's great. This, these are going to be fun conversations. I'm looking forward to this. And, and for those of you who are listening, we, we value your input. And uh, after this gets posted up, we'd love for you, if you've got some memories of incredible worship services, you know, uh, put those in the comments section for us, and we'd love to hear how God has worked in your life and, and why you love the church. Yeah, because uh, it is a beautiful thing. It is a jaw-dropping kind of moment when we get together on Sunday mornings. I love it. Good stuff. We are the wisdom preaching the wisdom of God to the cosmic powers. It's amazing. It's it's crazy. All right. Well, that's all I got. Uh, so if you have uh, enjoyed this, please subscribe. Uh, I know that's kind of weird to say because, I mean, it's just us. But, uh, yeah, subscribe so you get notifications whenever this pops up. We're going to try to get posted every Tuesday. Sure. That just kind of works best for me and John. Uh, and if there's a delay, we'll let you know. But, anyways, uh, let us know what you think. Help us to improve this. Let us know topics that you would like to hear about. We've Absolutely. got a few topic suggestions right. this past week, so we'll be tackling them in short order. And, uh, John, any yep. other stuff? Just share this with somebody and uh, share the share the joy of uh, what, what's going on there. That's right. All right. Well, until next time, thank you for listening to the Asylum Plus podcast. See you next week.